What's up, y'all? Sorry for all the noises. I'm outside. <laughs> it is 9.18, and I'm really proud of myself for getting up. I was up since 8 o'clock, but I was in bed watching TikToks. That kind of gets me, like... It kind of, like, gets me to be awake, even though I'm in bed. Um, I try not to be on my phone the first thing in the morning, but it's like, if it works, it works. I do be praying, though, before, like, I touch my phone. But, um... I finally got the courage to get out of bed. The only thing that the only the only reason why I be ordering stuff though to my house is because I don't want to put on clothes to go outside and be cold when I could be warm in my house and then have somebody else come. Like I mean, you know, like. But I get so much more when I go to the store. Even though I technically paid more than I would for breakfast, I still got everything I needed. And now I don't have to keep ordering a drink with my food every time I order on Grubhub because I bought juice for the house, you know? But anyway, um, <laughs> we won't be outside for too long. I'm literally walking back to my apartment now. And the other half of this podcast will be inside. But um, I just want you guys to hear the birds chirping. I don't know if you can. But anyway, it's really nice. Bright sky, clear sky. What's today, Saturday? Yeah. I'm looking at Highbridge Park. Looks really pretty. Um, last night when I got in, right, I was checking. I was thinking about something. I don't know. I forgot what made me want to check my old email. So I have, like, my regular email. And then I have, like, my work email from the school. You know, they give you that. And then I have my, the email that I use when I apply to jobs. Um, and it, it's it's still people hitting me up, seeing my resume on places and hitting me up. But, I, you know, I don't check it like that because, you know, I got a job. Um, at my job now, we had the middle of year review. Um, I'm on track, you know. There's a lot of stuff that happened this year. But now that I finally have another teacher in the classroom, I feel like the rest of the year will be better to the point where they will extend me an offer. Now, you want your job to extend the offer, especially if you're a teacher. You, you want to come back the next year. You want to be able to come back, have the options to say, yes, I'm coming back next year, right? Does that mean that I'm actually going to go back if I get extended? No. But do I want an extension? Yes. Like, I, do I want, you know, to be extended on another opportunity with them? Yes. Um, the meeting, I, you know, we talked about, like, my goals and stuff like that. And it's either you're not, you're not meeting the expectations or you're developing in your meeting. And most of mine said developing a meeting, which is great. You know, I mean, it's whatever. It's middle of the year. And like I said, I was by myself most of the year in the ICT classroom that, you know, you're supposed to have another teacher. You're supposed to have two teachers in the classroom. One that teaches general education like me. Well, I was teaching everything. And then one that has a, um, a special education extension, which you can, go to, you can go to school for and get that. Um, but... So, you know, I'd be having him take the kids who need a lot of extra help, do small group stuff, you know, whatever. He's still learning, but he's a great guy. And I'm happy that I got paired with someone who's kind of like me in a way, who believes in, you know, doing what's best for the kids, but also, like, understanding that, like, <laughs> work has a cutoff point. So, um, but, yeah, so my, my goal right now is that I will be coming, I will be getting, you know, an offer to come back. A real dream for me would be to work in a department departmentalized type of school which is like when you um work so let's say i'll be a math teacher i'm just your math teacher i don't do anything else that's like so popping to me 
I'm in my hallway trying to get my key to open up the front door so I can get upstairs. So if you hear some huffing and puffing, I'm sorry. Um, but you know, this is real life, right? It's just me on this podcast. Ain't nobody, ain't no setup. It's just me. Um, but yeah, so that's like my dream. To teach like 7th, 8th grade math. Even sixth, any, like, any junior high school math. Don't care. But I also, it's either I'm with them, like the junior high school kids, or I'm with the babies, like pre-K, kindergarten. You know what I mean? That middle age, that first to like fourth grade, I don't know. But um, and she was really shocked because they really saw me as like an older teacher, like for like those middle age, like that primary school age, or that like testing age group. Sec- like where you talk about testing second, you talk about t- testing in second grade, but third, fourth grade is you know where it starts. But anyway, let's start boring you guys with that. Last night I came in, I forgot what prompted me to do this, but you know I think about kids and. What's best for them? All in all aspects. Activities, education. And this is not the topic of the pod. I'm just telling y'all what happened. And <laughs> I remember I worked for this camp last year. Because so I was there, right? You know, I'm living on my own now. And let me just get another job during the summer. And um, do what I want with it extra money. I worked for this program. I'm not going to say the program's name. But they're a sports program for kids. And um, sorry for the heavy breathing. <laughs> Let's get in here. And um, they were trash. And I felt really bad because they were getting paid. They were paying over $2,000 for the summer to have their kids sit, to sit in the cafeteria all day until it was time for them, for their activity, and time for them to go outside. And we never went outside. Well, we, no, so we did. We did go outside. But for some reason, it was like we was only outside when it was hot. Like, I really wanted one of the kids to pass out from heat exhaustion just so they can get it through their heads. It was so hot last summer. I bought an AC, a brand new AC. And I bought a brand new AC. And the day I put it in, like to the window, I got it installed the same day. It was so hot in my house. Like it was like last summer, I don't know if y'all know, because as adults, you know, if we don't have to go outside in the summertime, if you know, you're, you're a teacher or you could stay home, you're not gonna leave your house until like, it's like maybe like, Four or five, you know, until it get later, because, you know, you can go outside at 7 o'clock and it's still bright outside. They had us out there at high noon on a freaking hill in Inwood. And these kids would literally go and catch the ball and come back and sit down for like five minutes because it was just so hot. Like, I was sweating in places I didn't even know I could sweat. So, like, I used to wear shorts under my shorts just because, like, I just, you know, didn't want to, like, I didn't want, like, my shorts to be, like, all sweaty and stuff. Like, anyway... So, the program was trash, and um, I realized, I was looking through that email where I sent my resumes from, and I was like, oh, shoot, like, they, it was a survey. Now, I didn't think the survey was going to go through, and I'm not trying to cost anybody their job, but 
And I know that they might not even read it, but I left a really, really, really long, because you know if you get those surveys when you're at your job, how are we doing? Like, how do, what do you think about the job? A lot of people just put like, yeah, yeah, everything's great, everything's great, everything's great, and then they just send it just so they can just have it done. Me, I sat down, and, I, and I, when, once they gave me the paper, I was just like, ooh, this is my opportunity to make this program better for, you know, a child. And then just in general, because it's like, again, you guys are taking over $2,000 from these parents over the course of, you know, the summer. Why are we just sitting inside the, why are we either, either outside in the sun or why are we inside just sitting here coloring every day? And then on top of that, the other issue was that a lot of the coaches were double booked, meaning like they would have my group, which is the group that were on their way to kindergarten, and then like another group at the same time. So we'll go and be what we're supposed to be. And also we see the big kids and we're like, what's happening? And the coach would be like, wait, y'all have me too? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh. Like, it's just like, no, it's like, it's like they gave enough of a, to like put something together, but not enough to like actually care what happened. It was just like, okay, well, okay, he's double booked. All right, y'all come back and go back into the cafeteria and we'll give you guys some coloring pages. It was just like, yo, and it was a little white boy who left. And I was so happy that he left. I'm just like, He's the type that he's young, but he can articulate in a way. Like, he can kind of say, like, he can kind of say something to where you kind of know that he's not having fun or he feels uncomfortable. And I think he told his dad, and I think that's when his dad pulled him out because it was very sudden. It was just like, oh, it's, it's his last day. We were like, I was like, good for you, kid. I was like, you probably told your daddy what was really going on. Oh, hey, kiddo, what you do all day? Oh, we just colored all day. No activities, no, like, you know, camp stuff. Like, when you at camp, you're supposed to be, like, having rallies and... You know, like cheering people on from the stands, and especially if it's a sports camp. That's why I'm saying all that. And then another thing that was wrong with the camp. This is all the things I wrote in my um, in my original um, post, like my original feedback to them. I was like, y'all having all these courses um, that are not for our younger kids, and then y'all get mad when we get on our phones and all this dumb stuff. That's why I had to go. I was like. I was only there for like a month until so I got the first check and I bounced and went back to my, um, I just went back to my regular job. Like, um, I was working for a charter school and they wanted a dance teacher over the summer. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll do that. And it was an extra $30 an hour. So I'm like, hell yeah. Like, this is a no brainer. But, um, but yeah, I was just like, I just, I was just so disgusted at the idea that people could just take money and put money, like, and I understand that that's how the world is, like, it's like money over service, right? But I was just like, ain't no way, like, if, if, yo, if I could, I would tell every parent, do not return tomorrow, do not bring your kid back tomorrow. They're taking your money and they're not doing anything with it. The kids sit here all day and color, coloring pages because they book up all the other coaches to the point where... We have to come back and there's nothing to do. I didn't, pl- I didn't get a chance to plan anything. Because don't get me wrong, I could plan stuff. But it's like, if we're supposed to be having this class right now, but we can't because y'all booked another group with the class. Or it was one time we was out with a, with a coach and he had a game. Like, he's supposed to, this, this is a game that he's supposed to be with the kids. And then when he realized, he was like, wait, I can't play this with, with, with your group. Like, then it's not going to be as fun. So after a while, he just kind of let them play with the ball and the tennis racket and just let them do whatever they want. Because it's like, he was like, these games that I have, are they're not catered to the younger you know to the to the babies right but like let's say like the the fifth graders came out or the fourth graders came out they can play it like that's who I feel like the program was targeted more for but even for them I feel like the camp was whack and I know the camp was whack because the dance teacher ended up quitting too 
And he don't even have to stay. He just come on the days where we, people have dance and then he leaves. He dipped out too, not too long after I did. Camp was a mess, but anyway, I don't want to talk 15 minutes about this place, but I wrote a second review and you know, it was like, how likely would you recommend this camp? Never will do that. And I told him again, I was like, cause you know, summertime is coming back up and I want them to see what I have to say again. Like you're, you have to do something. Like I understand that there's an owner of this program, but put somebody else under him who gives a damn. That's, that's all you have to do. Cause the person at the top, he gonna take everybody's money and he gonna pocket it. Wait, what they need to do is if he doesn't care, they need to hire someone who does. That's it. Hire a supervisor that can stay at the camp, somebody who runs it and checks over the schedules. That's it. But anyway, um, this week was also good with my kids. It, was, it wasn't a lot of them. A lot of, you know, it was like, you know, it was like, I have what, 23 kids? And the most I think we had this week was probably like 17, 18. Um... So I'm, I'm feeling much better and confident at my job now. I don't know, like, so what? It's like the middle of the year and I'm finally feeling confident at my job. Oh my gosh. Anyway, y'all. Houston recap. Y'all hear that? Like, when, them trunk, when, the, when the trucks be honking, it sounds so obnoxious. They wake up everybody. Anyway. Um, Houston recap. Houston was great. Um, I feel like the only thing that like, not ruined it for, ruined it for us, but the only thing that could have been better was the weather. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Could have been better was the weather. And I feel like we didn't look up. I didn't notice that we didn't do this, but I didn't, I feel like we didn't look up enough black places to go to. Like we looked up, we went to like a lot of cute spaces, but it was giving like, not Times Square, because anywhere is better than Times Square. But we didn't realize, like, how much stuff we didn't look up. And the only thing that we did look up was Ari's, not Ari's, Jada's party out there, but she had a little Wayne. But I had on all cream, and it was an all-black party. And when we looked at the line, it was, everyone was wearing all black. And I was going to be so mad if I, you know, if everyone got the car, we parked the car, stand on line just to get to the front. Or even if we just get out the car, as cold as it was, just to ask and be like, hey, like, can she wear this and get in? You know what I mean? And... My friend, she bought the tickets before she asked if we all really want to go. We just wanted her to find a, a, a place, but, you know, we rectified that. Like, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, there's nothing that we could do. <laughs> we all learned a lesson and we're moving on. But um, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, if I'm out with my girls, we're going to have a blast. But I just wish that we did, like, one black activity. And by black activity, I mean the script club. Cause I wanted to hear some of you know our music and not something like me in Houston. I ain't seen nobody's cheeks. That's crazy. You know what I mean? But it's all good. Cause we can definitely go back, and I definitely want to, and we could do it over. But we were only there for 24 hours, not even. So you know, we only want to do so much. And I think what was more important to us was getting that Instagram, you know, content like going to the selfie museum and stuff like that. So it was cool. Um, and I got a nice picture out of it. I have another picture, but I'm not going to post it. I'll probably post it on my story, though. But um, what's new with you guys? What's going on? We were talking about in the car, and my friend, she was like, you should name this title Broken Pussy because of the girl who, um, who <laughs> took Drake's um, used 
condom and tried to insert it into her, and I think she got an infection because he put hot sauce in it. And the issue is not so much that. The issue is the fact that she is now getting legal counsel about this situation, and men are laughing at her, and women are laughing at her. Because not only are you mad thirsty to, have a, to, to be a single parent, but because a lot of these women think that just because you got a rich baby daddy, that means that he's going to be sufficient in all areas. He's going to be sufficient with the money, but that's about it. And I think you're really selfish if you bring a child into this world and you don't have any care if he has a bond with the father or not. You just want the, the, you just want the, you know, the constant money so you don't have to work anymore. Do I respect the hustle in the sense of, is it, you know, a smart hustle in a way? It's, it's, yeah, I mean, like, we see Brittany Renner and we see how she did it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's kind of like, I mean, I wouldn't say set for life, but, you know, she's, she did what she did. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't care. She's unapologetic about, unapologetic about it. Like, do I understand why women do it and how they take advantage of men? Do I support you taking advantage of men? Absolutely. Clown them, embarrass them, do what you have to do, okay? To prove, prove whatever point you want to yourself. The only thing that I feel bad for is a kid because now it's like, you know, now you, you know, you got, the, you got the money, but now the kid doesn't have a father with his, a relationship with his father because the father's mad at you, so all he does is just send you money from a distance, and now, you know, the child is, like, fatherless. But, you know, he got a new pair of Jordans, right? So, it's, you know, it's like a double-edged sword, kind of, or maybe, like, it's, like, not bittersweet, but it has its pros and cons. Um, but, yeah, like, why would you? I just don't understand. It's one, like, like I said, I said like this because I was like, I'm not going to front. If I see, if I see opportunity, I'm like, who knows? Like, I can't say I wouldn't have, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and act like I have like, my moral compass is just like the best. Like, I'm just looking down at everybody. I don't know. And I told my friends, I was like, listen, I don't know if I would have did that. But if I did do it, would I run and get counsel about it? Oh, damn, I forgot to go to the 99 cent store. But that's right. I had too many bags anyway. Um, I probably wouldn't have done that. Cause now it's like no one knows who she is, but Drake does, and that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing enough because I'm pretty sure he probably gonna go to the rest of his homies and be like, "Listen, do not book this girl to come fly out and sit on top of you because she's gonna try to get your kid." You know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure all the industry dudes or whoever he's cool with know who the chick is because you know, I mean, if I was Drake, I'll put people on and tell them the truth. But anyway, I think that's just really, really weird to like say that he, he put in there. The minute I saw that coming out, like, about what he did, a lot of, I seen a TikTok that was like, oh, you guys are not Drake. There's no need to put hot sauce in your condoms. Like, we, like the chicks that you meet are not trying to be with you. And I was like, wow, some people are already out here thinking that they're the same as Drake and that they need to put Tabasco in their used condom. Like, that's crazy. Delusional. Um, but that brings me to another point about some of these dusties online. And again, not, I don't bash men. I bash dusties. <laughs> and if, you know, the shoe fits, hun, then lace them up. Um, but yeah, like this whole men with podcasts, and it's so funny because I watch men with podcasts, but the only men with podcasts I watch is Rory Amal. And I know some people still don't like them. Um, but they don't talk about any of those type of things when it comes to, you know, being a high value man. They know they're pieces of crap um, and they laugh at themselves. And, you know, I, I'll take that over you really being delusional and delusional and thinking that a woman has to bow down to you, especially in this day and age. Like 
And I feel, I don't feel, when I say I feel bad for men, I don't really feel bad for them. But I feel bad for them because they think that, like, I'm just, I'm just really confused as to who these high-value men are dating. We know Kevin Samuels is, is most likely not even into women. Okay? Yet he has an opinion on them. I'm not sure how that works. Um, fresh and fit ain't ish. I don't know who died and made those men the ones. And it was a um, and when these and now they're doing this thing where like white people are calling in or like white men are calling in who are also like these professional dating coaches and stuff like that. And the most embarrassing thing to me about all of this. The most, as a black woman, the most embarrassing thing about being a black woman is a, is a black man. Sorry. Again, if the shoe fits. I know the guys who listen to my podcast will come across my podcast. Most likely aren't these men. So I know I, I, I can, I feel like I'm not going to offend anybody fully, but I'm pretty sure there's women listening who could probably like think of somebody or think of something they've seen online where like men are just really losing it. And I'm not, and again, this is not like the men, like I said, this is not men who I want to date. This is not men, who, like, I'm not talking about, like, relationship issues. I'm talking about these delusional people online who think that, and, and then somebody made up a good, somebody brought up a good point about, because to me, the chicks that do the, the that, 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 that condom thing and the niggas and the dudes who talk about women and all this stuff online with their podcast, they deserve each other. <laughs> That's, that, y'all should be together. Because they're both clowns. But some, this black guy, I think he's gay, but it's usually the, it's usually the black women, white peop, white, some white people, and then black, um, gay black men, black women, and then some white people who will be online and they be talking about it. And he was like, he was like, fine, you want a submissive woman? You want a woman who's going to be? He was like, y'all talk about y'all grand, grandparents and maybe even your fathers or your uncles and your cousins, older cousins, older men in your family, and how back in the days how they used to, how the women used to, cook the food and wash the kids and do the laundry and do all these, you know, become very submissive. And he was like, y'all, but y'all never say the other side of that, which is the men went to work. The bills were paid. My grandmother was barefoot and pregnant in the house. Even until I was born, I don't think she had a job. Before she married my grandpa, did she? She probably did. I think she worked in the hospital in Guyana. When they came here, she got knocked up. I don't think she ever left the house. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, did she, did she have stuff to do? Yes, yeah, she used to sell Avon, okay? And she also used to work in the community center downstairs that was attached to the building. My mom, my grandmother used to wear slippers to her job because it was downstairs. She was on the tenant patrol. Like, she was on the tenant board. So she'll go downstairs and watch, you know, sit and w w bring me downstairs to sit with her and all the other old ladies. And we'll watch, you know, stories. Because, like, in the daytime, like, they would be in the center. It's like, you know, like, um, what they call them? Um, house, like the, the house manager, something like that, where you kind of just, you know, you say hi to them and then you walk into the center. Like, they're just there just to kind of just make sure that, you know, nothing crazy is happening. You know, they're, they're, you know, the house manager for the moment. And then when, when the um, after school staff come, they're going to go back upstairs. My grandmother used to be back in the house two, three o'clock. <laughs> she used to go back upstairs, you know? And she used to bring me down. She mostly, mostly brought me down just so that I can see the kids and, and dance with them, play with them, because they, oh, they wanted to see the cute baby. So, yes, I was cute. Like, <laughs> I can prove it. Sorry. Um, 
they wanted to play with the cute baby. And my aunt, she was like a dancer back then. So people knew that I was her niece. And they were like, oh my God, look at Jackie niece, Jackie niece. Not even, not even acknowledging that I have a mom. It was just that my aunt, she was very popular in the neighborhood. And people knew who her mother was, so they knew I was her niece. And they're like, oh my God, that's, that's, it. that's your niece, that's your niece. Growing up was fun, man. I was by myself. But anyway, um, don't want to get too far on a tangent, but that's basically what my grandmother did. She saw Avon, and she was on the community, like she was on the board, you know, for the building. So she'd come down and be in the office. Most of the time, she's just watching her stories and giving me some juice and some cookies or crackers or whatever, and that's it. When my mom was at work. And my grandfather would be upstairs, and I would play with him too. But he gave room for my grandmother. He was okay. Since, since he wanted her in the house, right, because don't get it twisted. My grandfather was old school. He was a West Indian man. He wanted her in the house. He wanted her barefoot and pregnant. Now, did he do her dirty? He definitely did. But did he provide, to her, provide for her? Did she have to ask for anything? No, she didn't. So it's like they so big on women cleaning, women doing this. That's fine. Great. There's some women who actually want to do that, but you can't. I cannot go to work and then come home and do that. You have to work, and then I will stay home and do whatever you want. And by whatever you want, I mean, like, you know, as long as, for me, you have to be loyal to me. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be, like, if you're going to cheat on me and I'm doing all this stuff, then you need to bring her here and then I'll go and live my life. Okay? And I've even started to question myself, like, okay, so, cool, I get married, fine. But do I want kids? Because I just don't know if I can trust a man with kids. Because a lot of men nowadays feel like they, they, they feel like they're babysitting their children. And it's like, no, you're not babysitting your kid. You're watching your kid. And I don't want things to, like, I feel like, not saying, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like if you get married to somebody, you have a kid with them, and things start to change, it's like, did they ever really love you? You know? Because that would make me question, like, okay, so how do you feel about me then? Like, because if you feel like you're just tolerating your kid, you're just, you're just watching a kid, then how do you really feel about me? You know? And it's weird how men could just, like, and again, I'm talking about these types of men. Sorry, I'm about to crush some ice. It's weird how these men, like, they barely, they, they, they hunt you down to do whatever. And it's like, if you know that you barely liked me, or if you knew how long that you were planning on dealing with me, then deal with me for that time period and bounce. But no. They'd rather sit there and make it seem like they were really into you. For Lord knows what. And then also the other side of that, like, not the other side, but men who, who's rebuttal. So, like, women would say on TikTok or, like, on some social platform, say something like, oh, just be honest with men, women. If you want, you know, if you want more of a sex buddy than a committed relationship, then just say that. A lot of men would be like, you know a lot of y'all don't want those things. Like, y'all don't want a sex buddy. I'm like, I know a lot of women who just want to have sex. <laughs> like, okay, I know a lot of women who do. Okay, just choose one. Now, but, and they, they say, that, okay, a lot of y'all ain't down for that. And they say, okay, well, if that's, if, if you're finding, if, if men who say that are finding that that's the reality, then maybe nobody wants to have sex with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's, like, especially in this day and age, I don't really think that it's, that, it's this hard to catch some ass. Like, I know dudes who catch ass by accident. Like, they tell me, like, this was not supposed to happen. Like, this was by accident. Like, like and then, is, was it really an accident? No, because you stayed the entire time and you finished. But it's like, 
you, you could catch a stray. Like, I I'm, I'm, I'm promise you. Now, if you feel like you're not, then you need to ask yourself, you need to ask what's wrong with you. Because it's chicks out here who's, <laughs> who's getting it popping. But a lot of times the rebuttal is, no, we know that y'all don't like that. So we're going to, instead of doing that, we're going to make it seem like we really want you and manipulate you, even love bomb you in most cases. I've been love bombed and I didn't know, you know, I wish, and that was like one of my biggest regrets. It's not so much of the situation itself. It was the fact that I was love bombed and that I did not know that. And I don't, I don't know if I want to label this guy a narcissist. I'm not really sure. If he fits that category, I feel like that's even too much to even label him as that. But it's like, I definitely feel like I was love bombed because it's like when I was looking for that, that, that reassurance and that, you know, that affection or that, you know, he used to call me in the, in the daytime and then call me at night and all these things he used to do. When I was looking for it, I was almost seemed to be like crazy in a way. He never called me crazy, but that's how it, it felt. It, it was almost as if he was like, I don't know what person you're looking for. And I'm just like the person who used to call me in the daytime after virtual learning, because this is back during like prime time COVID. I'm like the person who used to call my, call my phone while they were at work just to check in. That's the person I'm looking for. The person who used to text me and tell me everything that they were doing in their day. Now, granted, was that okay? Probably not. And was it okay that I, that's, that's what, what was happening to me and that I got used to it? No. But it's like, there was a time where I knew his schedule. I knew that if he wasn't answering, it was because he was sleeping and he would wake up and say, hey, this guy from a nap. He would FaceTime me. You know, like, FaceTime me, like, while his eyes were still closed and be like, hey, like, I'm, you know, I, you know, you didn't hear. But before that, he would say, hey, I'm about to take a nap. And then he would hit me up the minute he woke up from the nap. And then he'll text me saying, hey, I'm back in bed. I'm going to fall asleep soon. So if I just stop replying, that's why. And it will all add up. Every day was the same. Every day was the same. Sorry, I just took a sip of my coffee. Then I'm about to turn into an iced coffee, but I wanted to drink some of it while it was hot. And then when all that stopped, I should have just hopped right off the bus. I should have just like been like, oh. I, the first time I said something about it, I noticed it, and it was like, this, I'm getting pushed back. Cool, I'm out of here. You know? Like, it was just so weird. Because it was like, he would make plans. But I'm just like, if you, but I'm like, how are we going to do this if you don't even text me anymore? Like, how are we making plans to go have like a little three day weekend? You don't even text me. But yet you're making it seem like you're planning all these things. How are you planning anything? You don't even want me around. <laughs> it was like the weirdest couple of months of my life, man. And I want my, I want my time back. And I was thinking too, like, um, on the podcast that I watched, Rory was saying something like, I think I mentioned this before. He was saying something like, and I, and that, it took me some time to really like get what he was saying, but then also like find my rebuttal. Because what he said was something along the lines of, oh, I didn't waste your time. I was getting to know you and now I don't want to anymore. But then Maul was like, yeah, but you can't just do that. And he was like, no, I tell them this. Like, and then their response is, I wasted their time. That's a little different than when we, in the, when we say as women, 
When we mean by you wasted our time, we're not talking about the entire time you were getting to know us. To know us. We're talking about the time where you realized you didn't want to get to know us anymore between the time that we found out. So let's say you're dating a guy, y'all date from January to June. He stopped feeling you around July, but now it's November. And he's still in your face, or he's still around. And you don't find, find out till next January that he didn't, you know, you kind of like, you know, you know women, we're FBI agents. We kind of put together the timeline and then say, okay, he started acting funny like around this time, but yet he was still around all the way to Thanksgiving. So when we talk about the time wasted, we're talking about the time where you noticed that you didn't want to be with us anymore. To the time where we, to the time we find, find out, because we all know that we don't find out that day. It's weird, you know, y'all got to do the whole start acting funny, start moving funny, not replying to texts, not calling, like the routine is not the same, stuff like that. And granted, like, I can see like you got a new job or, you know, something like, a, like you, you have like a new project or career and, it, you know, it's, it shifts the schedule. So then we reprioritize. But it's different when like you're still working the same job and all of a sudden now like I can't call you while you're at work or you're not calling me while you're at work. Or, you know, just things that you used to do that you made it seem like were things that you did because I didn't ask you to do this. These are the things that you were doing to make me feel like this is how you move. And all these things that I'm learning right now, granted, I'm, you know, abstinent or celibate, whatever you want to call it. I don't, you know, bump uglies with anybody. And, you know, I'm enjoying this time of, of solitude. Um, I'm still very much preparing my, my mental and my emotional state in terms of, like, when I do get back out there today. I mean, I feel like I am back out there. Maybe I'm not. But I also know that I do intimidate men. They said this to my face. And I also know that people assume that I am not single. They probably know, they probably know, hey, she probably don't have a boyfriend, but I, I think she's talking to people, you know, people are treating her and, and stuff like that. And it's just like, nah, like, everything, everything that you see on my Instagram, I was probably single in every picture. Point to a picture on my Instagram, I was single. <laughs> and that's not like a pity story, it's just the truth. Um, but, whatchamacallit, I'm still taking all these things that I'm learning, like, one of those, like, one of the main things I'm going to do moving forward is, like, if a guy asks you what you're looking for, don't tell him, you know? And that's something I feel like I should have been new. But I was so focused on just coming across as feminine and, you know, girly because I didn't want to scare men away. But I told my friends that my masculine side only comes out when I feel like you don't have a clue what you're doing. If I tell you to check something, if I say, okay, yeah, I'm going to go to this restaurant, why am I making the reservation? Click on the restaurant. Go to their, go to their website. See, click on reservations and then see where it takes you. Nine times out of ten, it's going to take you either to another app or it's going to take you to another page. Book the reservation. You know what I mean? If I tell you to check something, hey, let's, okay, we decided we want to do this activity. Check and see what time they open, what time they close, how are you going to get there? Be proactive, you know? Lead. <laughs> they, want to, they want us to submit, but they don't want to lead. And again, I'm not talking about... Um, most men, I'm talking about the, the delusion, delusional ones. Then again, most men are delusional. But hey, like I said, if the shoe fits. But it's like, I, I, I'm just like, I, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. And the more, the more, you know, social media platforms that are created, the more that women from one side of the country get to speak to women to the other side of the country through an app, the more we're finding out how much we have in common and it's not looking good. Like, the bright side to this is that I don't think I think it will slow down the, the overpopulation on this planet. Um, women just kind of not coming to their senses, but, you know, 
are just choosing solitude. What does it say that women are choosing solitude over companionship? You're going to die alone. Do not threaten me with a good time. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> and it's like now that I'm so happy in terms of my social life and where I am with my friends and I feel like the group of friends I have now, we have a mutual understanding of what communication is and how to fight through that, fight through uh, mis miscommunications, misunderstandings. How dare I, you know, go back to what, what was before, you know? I'm not absolving myself of any mistakes. I'm just saying that you literally have to add to my life. There's no room for you making me second-guess myself and being, being insecure. There's no room for that. And my dad, like I said, he calls me cutthroat. And it's, just like I'm not, it's not that I'm cutthroat. It's just that like, life is too short for me to be crying over another person. When I can be laughing and traveling with my friends. Like, and, and the thing with me is that when I'm sad, I'm crippled. I don't want to get up. I don't want to move. I don't want to. I'll still shower because that's one thing that makes me feel better. Like, people like get sad and they don't want to shower. I, that part I don't understand. Because to me, the shower is the only way I can actually feel like I did something that day. So that part, I mean, but you know, like, people, everybody's different. But I become very neglectful. Of even the things that make me happy, which is like, you know, looking online and, you know, creating looks for my friends or creating looks for people who, um, who hit me up and, you know, just getting creative and, you know, getting into my business and looking at things I need to order and stuff like that. It takes me out of all of that. And that's what's fun to me. That's what's therapeutic for me. Doing my, doing my podcast. I don't want to be knocked out of the game. Like, you know, I want to, you know, <clears throat> go to work and not be sad. And it's like, you could have an issue, you could really like somebody, and then it can make you sad. And the next day you're at work, you're mad now. And it's like, now I got to be around these kids. I got to, like, now I got to fight not being sad so I can teach them all. I'm not doing that, bro. Sorry. Sorry. And it's like, yeah, do I have somewhat of a fear now to be in a relationship? I kind of do. I kind of do. But at the same time, am I, am I fulfilled? Like we discussed before, I am. So and it's just like things are getting really wild. If you have a significant other, work it out with them. Try your best. Man or woman, work it out with them. Try your best. I had a friend hit me up in my DMs. He, he made a really bad financial, financial move. He got married at the time, maybe like a couple months ago. <clears throat> Excuse me, a couple months ago. And the minute things get hard, he slid in my DM. Hey, what's up? I'm like, hey, how are you? And then when I see the conversation was going a certain way, I say, hey, aren't you married? How's your wife? Then he was like, oh, you know, she mad at me right now. And I'm just like, yeah, so go fix that. <laughs> what part of through richer, through poorer, through sick and through health to the day we die was unclear? It wasn't a poem. <clears throat> you read your vows. Like, <laughs> like, what is going on? It's the end times, and I'm aware of that. My friend says she's just waiting for the rapture at this point, and I think I'm probably on board with her. Do I want life to end? No, I'm having, I'm having some fun. But do I feel like God needs to create a new species, species for women to procreate with? I definitely do. But on that note, um, I really hope this helped. I don't know if it really did, but I'm about to eat my breakfast and watch this podcast. Um, but before we completely end, maybe I should put...
I'm always trying to figure out where I should put my sponsorship in the video. I think I'm going to put it in the beginning. Because I was going to say, before we end, let's hear a quick word from my sponsor. But then I'm like, I'm not going to come back. So, <laughs> But shout out to Anchor for sponsoring the vid. Um, I can't wait to be able to cash out the money <laughs> one day. Um, but nonetheless, this has just been, this is just fun. I'm just chopping it up with you guys. Um, people, like I said, they hit me up in my DMs telling me, giving me topics to talk about. Um, but yeah, stay away from the hot sauce. Stay away from rappers. Stay away from men that have, um, podcasts. And just do you, boo. Do you. Treat yourself. Um, and tell yourself that you deserve it. That's what I do. How do you justify spending as much money? I deserve it. The world can literally end right now, and I'm going to be really mad if I did not buy that seafood oil. I'm going to be really mad if I didn't buy it. Last night, I devoured it. Now, were there consequences after I ate the seafood oil? Yes. But you know, that's what detox tea is for, okay? So hopefully today I can get into the gym. I haven't been in a week, and I'm really upset. I am still losing some inches off my stomach. I'm really proud of that, but... I need to be gaining some muscle because I can lose weight like it's nothing, but it's the muscle that I need. So pray my strength in the Lord as I pray for yours because <laughs> I'm trying to like a snack. Okay. Um, but how are you guys other than that? Really quick. Seasonal depression. My seasonal depression isn't hitting like how it did last year. In 2020, 2020 was kind of like scary altogether. It didn't matter what angle, what, what end of the year you were. It was scary the whole year. 2021, seasonal depression did get to me. I would say no. Towards the end of 2020. Uh, fall 2020 was really hard for me. And then last year around this time, 2021 was hard. But for some reason, I think, and I told my friends, I think, I think it's because we have, we're making all these plans and we're hitting off, like, you know, we made, created a list of things we want to do together this year. And we're, you know, so far we did two things. It's only January. I got on a plane and it's only January. Some people don't get into, on a plane until the summertime. So I'm really proud of that. Um, so yeah, here's to more traveling and more fun in the sun. Literally, because the sun has been out for like an extra 10 minutes every day. I don't know if y'all peep, but I be standing in my window watching the sun go down. And I peep. It has been going down much, much. Um, like every day is like an extra five minutes we get of sun. And I'm happy about that. But anyway, let me let you, let you guys go. Um, it's your host, Jen Sinclair. You can find me on Instagram at J-E-N period Sinclair. S-I-N-C-L-A-R-C-L-A-I-R. You can find the podcast page at... I-H-T-H pod. Um, and yeah, hopefully next time I talk to you guys, I have an update about my brand because I really want to start moving forward. Um, it's just that like, I like to get fly and I be trying to figure out how I can get fly and also buy my inventory. Uh, send some positive vibes. Manifest on my behalf because <laughs> I'm really trying to get this off the ground. But anyway, um, I'll talk to you guys later and I really hope this helped.